Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Khan, taking a look at NHL bets and DraftKings plays for Thursday, March 17th. We've got 10 games to go through on this St. Patrick's Day edition of the show. But before we do that, remember to give the show a like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network as well. All right, let's get into it. We've got a great matchup to kick things off here. The Carolina Hurricanes, minus 105 on the road in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs, who are minus 115, slight home favorites in this game. The over-under is at six for this one. The Canes haven't played since Sunday when they lost 4-2 in Pittsburgh, so they'll be well-rested here. Front end of a back-to-back for them as they are home to Washington on Friday as well. One of the best defensive teams in the league. First in goals allowed, fourth in shots on goal allowed, first on the penalty kill, so they're a very stingy team. The Leafs, on the other hand, coming off a 4-0 shutout win over Dallas on Tuesday that I was actually in attendance for. Uh, The main question for this game, for me, for the Leafs, was do they go back to Eric Schalgren after the shutout or do they go to uh, Peter Morazic? That question has been answered. They will go to Schalgren, which makes sense. The kid gets the shutout. It was was pretty cool to be there for that. Uh, The crowd really got behind him on Tuesday. Austin Matthews will miss this game. This is game two of his two-game suspension. So he'll be back after this one for the Maple Leafs. I love this price for the Canes. You're giving me minus 105 with the Canes. And I've said before on this show, anytime I see plus money or I see any sort of dog price with the Canes, I'm all over it against anybody. And I'm especially all over it against uh, an unproven goaltender in Eric Schalgren. Good for him getting that shutout. And he has actually looked good in a couple of appearances this year. But this is a this is a different animal. The Carolina Hurricanes are deep. This is a game I think they'll certainly get up for. And like I mentioned, they're well rested. They haven't played since Sunday. So they've had a few days off to get ready for this one. And they're just a team I think will step up. You know, bright lights. They're in Toronto. It's a big market. These are the types of, of games I think Carolina really gets up for. And I think they're going to get up for this one. So I, I'd grab this one quickly because I think this will shift to the Canes being favorites by the time this uh, by the time they drop the puck on Thursday night. Next up, we've got a divisional matchup here. The Washington Capitals, minus 200 favorites in Columbus to take on the Jackets, who are plus 170 home dogs. The over-under is up at six and a half for this game. The Caps come in with two straight wins and five of their last six, so they're starting to turn things around. The only loss of that stretch actually came in overtime to the Oilers last week. They've actually gone to overtime three games in a row as well. So a lot of extra time for the Caps lately. Five straight games have also gone over. They've really started to find their scoring touch. And I think a big reason for that is guys like Anthony Mantha and TJ Oshie back in the lineup. It's just giving the Caps a lot more depth, more of a two-line attack at the very least. This will be the second half of a back-to-back for Columbus as they play in Ottawa on Wednesday night. They do take a two-game win streak into that meeting with the Sens. So if they're able to win that game, they'll be on a three-game win streak for this one. Uh, don't really love a side here. I think the Caps win this game. It's just a better spot for them with Columbus playing the night before. Don't really necessarily want to lay the minus 200 chalk here, but I also don't want to take the Jackets. So um, kind of a complete pass on the side here or the total. I would look to the shot prop market. Evgeny Kuznetsov's been pretty good the last couple of games, and Columbus just bleeds shots. So Columbus is a great team to fade if you're looking to, to take shot props for the other side. Kuznetsov's always a good option. You can sometimes get plus money for the two and a half. And Anthony Mantha and TJ Oshie, two guys that I mentioned earlier, you can usually find Oshie at one and a half. You might have to pay a little juice for that, but those are two guys that are locked into that top six, starting to get more and more uh, playing time. So Kuznetsov, Mantha, Oshie, I would give all three of those guys a look on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the Dallas Stars, who I just saw live on Tuesday, minus 215 favorites on the road as they continue this road trip in Montreal. The Habs are plus 180 home underdogs here. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Stars come in with a three-game losing streak after getting shut out by the aforementioned Eric Schalgren and the Leafs on Tuesday. Um, 
they looked pretty average. I was at that game. They looked a little bit flat. I still think that first line is really good. After that, uh, they looked a little pedestrian for my liking. So I'm still not completely sold on the Stars, although they have played better lately than they have in the first half of the season. Probably deserved to score a couple, but still ultimately lose that game to Toronto on Tuesday. The Habs have lost three of their last four and are coming off a 6-3 loss to the Yotes on Tuesday. The last seven Habs games have all gone over with at least seven goals total. Uh, so they've all of a sudden become this great over team under Martin St. Louis. Jake Allen is back for this game as well. So some good news on the injury front in terms of goaltending for the Habs. I think the Stars win this game. I just think with a three-game losing streak going into Montreal, this is a game they're going to want to win to stop the bleeding. And they're in the thick of a crazy playoff race in the Western Conference right now. So this is two points I don't think they can afford to let slip away. I do think Montreal is going to be feisty in this game, though. So I don't want to lay minus 215 with Dallas, but I also don't want to play the Habs. So I, I would trust playing, putting the Stars in some parlays, maybe a Stars regulation bet, but I wouldn't get too crazy with this game on Thursday night. I think there's some better options on the board. Uh, next up, we've got the Nashville Predators, minus 175 favorites on the road in Philly to take on the Flyers, who are plus 150 home underdogs. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Preds have won two in a row in five of their last six games. They've scored 28 goals over those six games. So the offense has really been clicking lately for the Preds. They've moved back into the top three in the central with their recent play and you know some subpar play from Minnesota recently to slip out of that spot. It will be Claude Giroux night in Philly, though, as they celebrate him reaching 1,000 games in the NHL before he possibly gets traded over the next few games. Who knows? Maybe his 1,000th game will be his last game in Philly. That's certainly a possibility here. The Flyers come into this game with a three-game losing streak, but will be well-rested. They have not played since Sunday, so they'll be ready to go for this game. I don't tend to like teams when they have these sort of celebrations or these pregame ceremonies. I think it could really leave a team flat. So first period, you know, maybe you could look at the Preds to jump out to an early lead here. But I actually do think looking at the price, there's some value with the Flyers at plus 150. I think they've been playing better over the last month or so, not necessarily getting the results. And look, they're a tough team to trust, like putting money on the Flyers. You got to plug your nose a little bit to do so. But plus 150 on a Claude Giroux night, possibly his last game as a Flyer, you got to think they're going to be motivated for this one so if I had to play a money line side I think it would have to be the Flyers in this instance but I am certainly plugging my nose for this one uh, next up one of my favorite matchups in the NHL anytime it happens the Battle of New York the Islanders against the Rangers the Rangers are at home for this one minus 140 favorites the Isles come in at uh, plus 120 on the money line the over-under is at five and a half for this game, the Isles had their three game win streak snapped in Washington on Tuesday with a loss in the shootout. The offense is really starting to click, though. 22 goals scored in their last five games. Big reason for that has been guys like Brock Nelson, Noah Dobson, Anders Lee is, is really heating up. Anthony Beauvillier has been much better. And Matt Barzell is healthy again. He's played the last couple of games for them. So it's starting to ease him back into the lineup. A lot better looking offense for the Islanders than they had earlier in the season. The Rangers have won two in a row and they found a way to win a game and get Igor some rest on Tuesday. So that's a, that's a positive for the Rangers. If you can rest Igor and you can still get a win, Georgiev picked up the W on Tuesday. I would expect Shesterkin to be back in locked in for the battle of New York here. The Rangers have been phenomenal at MSG this year as well. 25 and three on home ice tough to fade the Rangers on home ice for that exact reason. They've just been so good here. This is obviously a game they're going to get up for. That's not to say the Isles won't get up for this game either. And they have been playing better, but minus 140 feels like a pretty short price for the Rangers here. So I'm going to play that. Um, I, I've said before on this show, or at least recently, 
Anytime I see a total at five and a half, I'm just tempted to blind bet the over. In this instance, I think I'm just going to stay away with Igor Shosturkin in that. The Isles can get solid goaltending as well. Feels like it could be a little bit tighter, but minus 140 for the Rangers would be how I would play this thing, just backing the better goaltender in Igor Shosturkin. Next up, we've got another great matchup, the Pittsburgh Penguins in St. Louis to take on the Blues. A true pick em here as both teams are minus 110 on the money line. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Pens continue a mini three-game road trip that started with a 4-1 loss in Nashville on Tuesday. I was actually on the Preds in that game, thought there was some nice value for the Preds. The Pens have been mostly good, though, away from Pittsburgh. 17-7-4 record, or a 19-7-4 record, sorry, away from home. Casey DeSmith actually started that game on Tuesday, so I would expect Tristan Jari to get the uh, net for this one for the Pens. The Blues have lost five of their last seven, but they've scored 16 goals over their last three games. So they found the offense a little bit, haven't played since an OT loss to the Jets on Sunday. So they'll be rested, ready to go for this game. I think it's a good spot for the Blues. It's not a back-to-back for the Pens. They've, they've had a day off between that Nashville game and this game. So it's by no means a nightmare spot for the Penguins, but you're giving me a pick em price for the Blues, who've been a really good home team this year, well-rested with a few days off. I think that's the play for me here. I understand the price, but I think minus 110 for the Blues is pretty fair. So I'm going to be playing St. Louis on Thursday in this game. Next up, we've got the Edmonton Oilers, minus 260 favorites on home ice with Buffalo coming in, plus 210 on the money line. The over-under is up at 6.5 for this game. The Sabres have won two in a row and haven't played since their Heritage Classic win over the Leafs in Hamilton on Sunday, which was a pretty nice performance by the Sabres. They start a tough three games in four-night stretch here through Western Canada. So they're in Edmonton on Thursday, in Calgary on Friday, and then in Vancouver on Sunday. That, that's a pretty difficult stretch. This, I am I guess, would be the best spot of them all because they're a little bit more rested, but I, I don't give them much of a chance against the Flames on Friday or even against the Canucks on Sunday. The Oilers have won three in a row as they continue to try to lock down a playoff spot. They blew a big lead to Detroit on Tuesday. Miko Koskinen, buddy, stay in your net. <laughs> really help your team out, not playing the puck behind the net, but ultimately they still won the game 7-5. Top 10 team offensively this season, but they still just have major issues between the pipe. Uh, tough, tough team to trust. But these are the types of games I think the Oilers win. They just, they're able to smash lesser competition. And I think that this falls in that category for the Oilers. So I do like them to win this. Minus 260 is a little bit steep for me, but I'd look to play them in some sort of in regulation fashion, maybe on the puck line. The over six and a half is pretty enticing as well. I think this one could really open up and be high scoring on Thursday night. Next up, we've got a all-California battle. Once again, for the third time in a week, we've got the Sharks in L.A. to take on the Kings. The Kings are minus 175 favorites on home ice. The Sharks are plus 150 on the money line. The over-under is up at five and a half here. Uh, like I said, third meeting in the last seven days for these teams. Sharks won both games, 4-3 in overtime in L.A. and 5-0 at home in San Jose. San Jose most recently lost in OT to Florida on Tuesday. The Kings have lost three of four, including those two games I mentioned to the Sharks. Basically, their entire blue line is out right now. So depth is being tested back there for the Kings. This isn't the same team that we've, we've seen over the course of the season that's just been so, so solid. And with all that being said, I, th I think there's still some value on the Sharks here. I, I love the Kings. I've barely bet against the Kings all season, but I just think this is a tricky, tricky spot for them with all those injuries on the blue line. I don't think they deserve to be that big of a favorite. So if I had to play a side, it would be the Sharks at plus 150. And I'd give a look to that over five and a half, just a blind bet on anything with a five and a half total, taking the over with the empty net situations that we're seeing around the league. I, I think this game has potential to be higher scoring than the odds suggest. Next up, we've got the Vancouver Canucks minus 205 favorites 
on home ice with Detroit coming in at plus 165 on the money line. The Wings have lost six games in a row and have given up 33 goals over those six games. They lost 3-0 in Calgary on Saturday and 7-5 in Edmonton on Tuesday. They won't have Tyler Bertuzzi for this game due to being unvaccinated and not being able to play in Canada. Canucks are 4-1-1 over their last six games. Continue to creep up on that playoff spot. Watch out for these Vancouver Canucks. Only regulation loss in that stretch was against the Tampa Bay Lightning, so I'm not going to fault them for that. They beat the Devils 6-3 on Tuesday. I like Vancouver to, to continue to roll here. Detroit just looks awful defensively. Uh, two, minus 205 is a little steep for me. I'd probably look more so towards the over here. I think the Canucks can continue to score just like they did against the Devils on Tuesday. And you just hope that that Red Wings offense can find a couple goals and, and sort of keep the pace. So over six there for me would have to be the play. And the last game on the card, a great game and an important game for the home team here, especially the Vegas Golden Knights return home after just an awful road trip. Plus 110 on the money line at home for Vegas. The Florida Panthers come in at minus 130 on the money line. The over-under is up at six and a half for this game. Panthers continue a West Coast road trip that has seen them lose to LA in a shootout and beat the Sharks in overtime so far. So they've had to, to work a little extra for these, these games out in California to start things off. And now they move over to Nevada. They are 6-0-1 over their last seven games. So the Panthers playing very well, just like they have for most of the season. Vegas, like I said, it was just a disastrous five game road trip. They went 0 for 5, all in regulation, gave up 18 goals over their last three games, goalie issues, blue line issues, scoring depth issues right now. It's almost like a pick your problem type situation for Vegas. And it's not like they're getting any good news on the injury front. No one's really returning. Mark Stone's still out. Pacioretty's still out. It's a tricky situation. And I, I don't think the odds truly ref reflect how bad of a spot Vegas is in right now. Not only are they returning home from a, a bad road trip, but they're having to face the Florida Panthers who've already been on the West coast who are ready to go. I think you got to play the Panthers here. And I feel like this line is only going to grow towards game time. So minus 130 for the Panthers, I think is a very fair price. I feel like it probably goes off around minus 150, minus 160 by the time this game starts. Some DraftKings plays for Thursday, really interesting slate with the 10 games. Top of the board, six players over $8,000. McDavid and Leon have a great matchup, obviously, against Buffalo. Should be pretty popular on Thursday. But I really like Ovechkin in Columbus. Columbus just bleeds high danger chances, bleeds goals, bleeds uh, big chances. So I like Ovi. It feels like he's going to score in this game. And if the Caps are winning like I expect them to late, he's going to be out there for the empty netter and he loves himself an empty netter. So maybe you could get a couple goals out of Ovechkin on Thursday. Don't mind that as a top piece, the stars in Montreal. I think there's some interesting pricing here for that stars top line that you could say is cooled off maybe a little bit. And maybe that's why we're seeing this pricing, but Pavelski hints, Robertson, all affordable between 6,000 dollars and $6,800. I, I think you could play two of those guys in role because Montreal will give up some goals in this game. And I think if it's going to come, it's probably going to come from that top line, Washington, in Columbus, I just mentioned how Columbus is probably a good fade here. You could go to Kuznetsov at 5,600, Oshie at 4,500, Anthony Mantha at 3,500 feels like a really good price. Uh, David Perron is on a heater right now for the St. Louis Blues. I don't mind his price at $4,500. Jordan Cairo at 5,400, I think is solid in that game as well. Buffalo in Edmonton, obviously you're going to have to pay up for the stars like McDavid and Drysaddle, but you can get Zach Hyman for $5,300. Seems like a great mid-range play, plays huge minutes, a lot of opportunity for the Oilers there. And Bo Horvat and JT Miller are two guys to watch for the Vancouver Canucks right now. Horvat is really heating up. He's $5,100 against the Red Wings on Thursday and JT Miller $6,900. I would say that's a pretty nice play on Thursday. That'll be it for me today. You can check me out on Twitter at jhan 4 
Good luck with your bets and your lineups. Thanks for watching or listening, and I'll catch you all next week. Thank <laughs> you.